Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queenpin. Well, thank you to everyone for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. We are recapping 90 Day Fiancé Season 8, Part 1 of the Tell-All. How are you doing, Coupon Queenpin? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing better than all the cast members from last night, don't you think? Oh my gosh, I think there are a lot of people doing better than the cast members from last night. It's we've gone beyond okay, let's put it this way, ladies and gentlemen. We've gone beyond thin air. It's like there is no atmosphere here. What is going on? I gotta say, wow. It was it was nice to see the newbies getting on stage and trying to feel like this is gonna be like I'm gonna make friends and network, you know, like it was like especially julia julia was the one that you're just i was wondering like when is she gonna shut her mouth like she just she craves for entertainment outside of this farm she's tired of feeding all these animals and she just wanted something a refresher that's the thing it was like she just needed a new venue and believe it or not it seems like she's more the chatty kathy now i was like okay i don't think i remember her talking quite as much during the season I definitely agree. She found people that were in a similar situation of the whole 90 day thing. And she decided to make herself present through last night's episode. Um, But right off the beginning, we noticed there was like, some people don't like Rebecca. Yara doesn't really like Julia, but Julia thinks they get along with, with one another. Um, There was already so much to unfold compared to other tellos that we've seen. Yeah, I think the one other thing that we actually are seeing this time is that they are admitting to following each other on social media. So this was this was something new because normally they don't say like you'll see it if you're following them on Instagram and you're following other cast members, you will see, okay, yeah, David and Annie are following, you know, uh, Evelyn or something like that but you will not see normally you don't hear them say it but the other thing is of course we'd said it before Rai Rai and Stephanie are missing so they didn't say what that was about but we know that that was about some sort of lawsuit and how dare she I have to say this I didn't I, I think you shared it with me the uh the little blurbs that she has on IGTV to try to compete with last night's tell-all. Really, Stephanie, your storyline wasn't that interesting. Yeah, so I did send you from 90 Day, from uh, the one and only 90 Day Stephanie. Uh, It was actually passed around in a different group that I'm part of on Instagram. So I sent it to you. She did a sofa talk with Steph. She even invited Cody from Sister Wives. Did you see him there on that couch? 
Yeah, I think she really thinks that she's the business, but she's playing with. Okay, I I have to say, I feel like she's playing with fire, kind of. Uh, you know, with TLC with this because she is suing them. So, yeah, no. Yeah, and the worst part is like she brings out paperwork of her lawsuit with TLC and then she tries to like put it out there making it seem like this is what I'm doing. This is like they could have helped me out. They could have done this. So there's she's really putting more fuel to the fire. And I don't know. I'm kind of curious what TLC is going to do this way. Like they have obviously good lawyers to defend all their cast and their production team. Like really, Stephanie, you're going to go up against them. Well, you know, I guess with all those $3,000 watches, you can kind of, you know, play the game. You know, I'm just saying. I see what you're saying. So let's get into this because we got to hear more of Jovinera, uh, Mike and Natalie, Brandon and Julia and Rebecca and Ziad. Uh, Tariq and Hazel showed up. They were in separate rooms because apparently they may have caught the covid and we, uh, of course, Mr. Andrew was there. The most likable person in the world was sitting right there. And we didn't see much of him towards the end. But I don't know. Should we just start with Brandon and Julia? Let's start with Brandon and Julia because they seem like one of the first to arrive. And, you know, we got a little glimpse into what happens before they, you know, before they come on, before they do hair and makeup. And, you know, these two, she's like wanting to know where everybody is. And, you know, she tells Brandon, you know, somebody comes for him, she's going to go for the jugular. Like, what is going on with Miss Julia? What can we say about Miss Julia? So I don't even know where to start because the one thing that sticks to me to this, and you guys can chime in for those watching live. We really appreciate your comments. And uh, with Brandon and Julia, I agree with the castmates. You know, they, she made it seem to feel bad for her from this whole entire season. And then sooner or later, we find out that it's like apparently her fault and she's okay with it. And, you know, there's a lot of miscommunication when it comes to these castmates. They all come from different countries. Some of them are from the same country, but it's hard to understand one another at the same time. And it's harder for them to express themselves. And then they get angry. Like I noticed Julie got really frustrated pretty quickly. And it's just like, that's what I'm not trying to do. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it this way, but we're, you know, everyone's understanding it, the opposite direction of it. But I, I, gotta agree with the castmates she made herself even from the beginning we've seen it on her social media too as well it's like feel sorry for me like i'm i'm not getting paid i'm doing this ridiculous work of taking care of animals and pigs and goats and all of this and feel sorry for me everybody what the hell did i come here for well here is one thing do i feel sorry for julia no but I will say this. It seems like Betty and Ron, a.k.a. Brandon's parents, thought that they had free labor. And the funny thing is, I know that, that um, you know, Yara made a little joke about it. But it seemed like, and I was thinking this too, did she come here on a K-1 visa? Or did she come here on a work visa? 
Like, what is going on? Why, why is it that she has to do all this farm work? And of course, they're like, no, she didn't have to. But remember, guys, they they jumped all over her when she didn't get up on time. So it doesn't seem like she doesn't have to, like there was no expectation. I think a lot of the stories are changing around now. Uh, too much. Like exactly what you said at the beginning of the season, it was like, she has to do this work. She's got to get up at six 30 in the morning, start feeding everybody. She should be done by at least three o'clock and whatever. Like it, it's made, they made it seem like this was a mandatory task. And now all of a sudden, well, well, she didn't have to do it. She doesn't have to do it. You know, I've told Julia that she didn't have to do it. And it's it's so confusing because really I'm trying to figure out what is the truth because everyone out there on social media is kind of like, okay, so what is it? Are you trying to play the I'm the good person on television, Mr. Ron and Betty? Or is this just Julia trying to like prove herself that, you know, she really loves Brandon and she's doing all this extra work for Brandon? I think it's a little of both. I, I that that's what I mean. Like I don't feel sorry for Julia. I just feel like Ron and Betty really thought that they kind of had a farm hand. Like they had just had a farm hand coming over. So it's like it's 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 one of those things of well, if she didn't want to do it, then Brandon would have done it. But the thing is. You made it seem like Brandon had so much to do that he couldn't do it, that she just had to, you know, do, do the farm work. And I, you know, they don't pay rent, but I'm not, I'm not following that logic either because Ron sat up there and said, well, we let them live rent free so that they could save up. So you wanted them to save up, but... I'm I'm just not buying any of this. It sounds like I'm calling Britney Spears initials. I mean, I, I I haven't done this all season for them, but I'm really calling Britney Spears initials on this one because it just seems like there's just too much, you know, back and forth. There is, and it's you know, you you pretty much see their point of view of things and you're like yeah you know you gotta help out a little bit but then vice versa like the stories don't really add up and i actually like that rebecca chimed in and kind of said her two cents about this whole situation because you know she is a mom she's got what two three kids grown kids who are married and all that so i was like yeah you go rebecca you speak up and what is this about more rules being put on now that they're married? Like, okay, your thing about them being married was the fact that they, like, not being married was that they couldn't sleep in the same room. Now that they're married, now you have more rules. And see, here we go again with the whole, we wanted to gain a daughter. In other words, you're not letting go of your son. You're not letting your son be his own man. So it's like, oh, I didn't see it this way. I didn't see it that way. And even when they started talking about the birth control, 
you know, why did you call your doctor? And the funny thing is, I was so glad when Tariq said, well, did she ask you to do that? Like, this is her her own medical thing. Like, she has the right to do what she wants to do. It is her right. Why would you call as though she was a 12-year-old? That just, like, I'm, I'm still ticked off about that one. I think everybody is. Everybody, you know, and it was pretty embarrassing for Brandon. Because you can tell he's just like, oh, boy. Like, you know, they picked the best clips just to, you know, even when his mom is crying when he says we have to move out. And she just overreacted. And seeing Rebecca's reaction was probably the highlight of that whole segment. Because <laughs> it was probably super awkward for her and trying to figure out WTF, like, what are you doing? Um, but <laughs> I felt like, yeah, I agree. Like, the whole birth control situation was, you know, it's her decision. It's her option. Um, you know, I'm surprised Sean hasn't, you know, the rumor. Where's that rumor of Betty and Ron being swingers? Does that change everything? Oh, I don't know. I, I really don't know if that changes anything. I'm just like, ugh, there there are a lot of rumors about Betty and Ron going around. So I'm not sure if it changes anything. I wasn't really surprised to hear that Julia didn't like the apartment because it seems really, I hate to say this, but Brandon's so used to depending on his parents that he's become rather cheap. So I'm not sure. Maybe he tried to move her into some like $300 shack. I don't know. But at the same time, Julia's not working. She does not have a green card. So Brandon being this exterminator, which I don't know how much an exterminator makes averagely in the U.S., plus different different states have their different wages. She's, like, expecting so much from him. Like, the poor guy. Like, you don't even have a green card. It's not like you're coming up with something or a game plan to somehow find a job. Like, yeah, she's too busy on the farm, but, you know, he's the only one making the money for the both of them. That is true. And he's obviously got enough to to uh, support her green card. So, hmm, I'm not sure. And I agree with you, Dahlia. Like, why complain about living with your in-laws if she has she has these high extreme expectations? So she needs to just shut her trap, keep doing the farm work, let the guy work, and eventually things will happen for them. Yeah, so it seems like a an exterminator makes anywhere between twenty-two thousand to forty-seven thousand a year. Damn, yeah. where they're living? Yep, and that's just in the state of Virginia. Oh, well, thank you for the research. <laughs> that's just in the wow, state of Virginia. Wow, that's... I'm sorry. It's just the the wages where I'm from, for those who don't know, I'm from Canada. So it's a little bit higher, but then the cost of living is higher too. So I yeah, guess but, it's I par. Mean, that's a lower cost state. That's a lower cost oh, state. Oh, is it? Like, yeah, because like here... Let me see. Here... Let's see. What is NYC? Yeah, here, believe it or not, they can make anywhere between thirty-three to one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. 
really catching what bears and like raccoons? no this is just like doing the normal extermination oh so you can get rid of your bed bugs for 110,000 eventually yeah so it's Damn. like it's crazy mm-hmm mm-hmm crazy now the green part, pro- the green card process can take anywhere up to minimum five years to ten years, depending on the circumstance. Plus, with the whole pandemic situation, it may be longer. So, at the end of this, Julia just needs to just keep calm and move on. That is true. That is true. But here is the question, and we've seen this before. Is this another thing of promises that were made financially that couldn't be kept up? Which is really a big, big question. What do you think? Like, I... And it's true, because a lot of these cast members... See, we didn't see their storyline before the 90 Days. Because usually when we see the before the 90 Days series, we see all the promises being made. We see like, oh, I'm going to give you this amazing life. Things are going to be great. You know, I have so much money. Like, we've heard that before, especially from the king himself, George and Avisa. George promising all of this stuff. Like, I make a million dollars and I have businesses. And yet he had nothing. Like, he had completely nothing. His business shut down. And it's just, it was just a whirlwind and a whole entire rabbit hole. So we really don't know, but maybe it could have been because I don't know. See, Brandon seems like the type that he could probably say something like, yeah, you know, in America, I have a place, a place. We don't know what type of place. I drive two cars. I have a car for work and I have a car to go out in because it seems like he's got a different car, but I'm pretty sure it's the family cars. Um, so it could possibly be that he made promises and he couldn't fulfill them. That is true. That is true. So I I don't know. I mean, you know, we don't know the backstory to this because there's also this amazing thought that everyone in the United States has a big house. You know, I mean, we've heard this from people like Harris where everyone lives in a big house and it's like, where? Where's this big house that everyone has? You know, so who knows? I mean, it could just be the thought of her and, you know, hey. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has that American dream in their head and they see so many movies. And when they come here, it's a whole different ball game. But overall, we got to hear most of Brandon and Julia. Betty came on to prove her point, how she's. You know, I'm not going to be the bad guy. You know, I let my son do what he wants. But yet I have a thousand and one rules that I still have to give these two even after they're married. So we ready to move on? Let's do it. Let's do it. Who did you want to talk about next? Let's do Yara and Jovi. Oh, my gosh. They seem to be doing really, really well. Um, You know, Yara came in and. She didn't know what to expect. She's, you know, sitting there and they're talking because they they were actually another one of the first groups in, first couples in. And, you know, they're waiting to see who they see. But, you know, Sean talks about, you know, she hints at the baby, but she really wants to get into how things are going with this couple 
and what Yara may or may not know. Now, I thought that they were watching the episodes as they were happening, but it seems like they were not because there's information that Yara got bamboozled with, i.e. the stripper at the bachelor party. So, and I felt so bad. Like, you didn't tell her. You didn't say anything. You didn't say, hey, there were strippers at, at the at the bachelor party. I went upstairs to the VIP lounge because, you know, he paid for time with me and the stripper. Like, ugh, I don't know. You know, this part, I was so like, why? Why, Jovi? Why? I wasn't really a fan of him. I really wasn't after pretty much the first couple of because I don't remember what was her picks. And you know what we should have done? We should have, you know, pulled from the archives and picked our picks and see who we liked, who we didn't um, to do a comparison here. But I really felt bad for Yara. I really did. I was just like, this woman, like, you know, she really loves Jovi. She's changing him in for the better. Uh, we've even heard it from his mom that appeared and made an appearance. And it made me feel so bad for her, for her to see these clips, especially the stripper. That was the biggest one. And of course, there's that that bears all special clip, which, believe it or not, is in tomorrow's episode that we are recapping. But there's more to it. So we'll get into it tomorrow. But Yara, seeing her face, like, I cannot believe this. Like, why didn't you tell me? But also, Mama Jovi had a point. It's like, he was living, he's still in the, he was in a bachelor for 12 years. Like, he's always partying, he's always having fun. And it's like, you could have just either not do it which, you know, you've you've been out so much. You've apparently that was your second home. Like it's pretty disgusting that you spent so much time there opposed to doing other things. And this poor woman being pregnant, I think she was what, four or five months pregnant? And he was he still wanted his last hurrah. I agree. I ended up loving Mama Jovi because she was so supportive of the yeah. both of them. And really tried to make this work, especially Yara not having any family. So she really pull, pulled everything out of her and wanted to make her feel welcome. So, yeah, I felt like Mama Jovi was the MVP of last night's segment. But I agree with her. This guy has been living in a bachelor party for the last 12 years. Like, when does it stop? He could have just gone out for drinks and he could have said, you know what, guys, I got to go. But of course, in Jovi's mind, he thinks, oh, Yara is going to be asleep. What's the point of me showing up? Dude, she is pregnant. You are getting married the next day. Anything helps for her. Just being supportive. Just being there. Just being there. You being there. Not the pillow. You being there makes a huge difference. So I did really feel bad for Yara through this segment. Because, wow, like Jovi, like really? Yeah, he's probably changed now. But like she says, like, there's nothing I can do. I can't change it. I, but honestly, again, I'm going to say this again. I felt bad for her. 
Yeah, and then the whole the whole, you know, lie detector test, which was like, whoa, to find out he had slept with the stripper, you know, there were things he didn't want to answer, and he's looking like, oh, you came out with that question out of the gate? Uh, 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 uh. Like, yes. These are questions they want answered. And you just didn't expect for them to come up. You didn't expect for someone to ask you and catch you in your crap. <sighs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this man. And the worst part is she doesn't feel like she knows him anymore. Because, you know, imagine for any of us, any of us, it doesn't matter who it is, if it's your sparsely partner, whoever, once you hear information a couple years later or a couple months later, or a year later in this case for most of them, it's like, I don't even know who you are. Like, who are you? I feel like you have to start back from the beginning. So I did feel so much for Yara. And believe it or not, guys, uh, when we recap tomorrow, Bears All episode 12, it's going to be more Jovi on that lie detector test. And it's like, wow. This guy tries to plays it off cool. Like, you know, I'm the cool man. You know, I'm the young guy here. But in reality, he made himself look really bad. And you know, I felt bad for Mama Jovi because she, you can tell, she was kind of really disappointed in him. And if she were to watch that episode of Bears All of her son on that with that lie detector test with a five other questions, I think she would be feel like so embarrassed. And it's like, I can't believe that. Like, you know, th- th- like, to a certain extent, you have to stop everything that you're doing. But, you know... What what can we do at this point? <laughs> I know you have to you have to kind of get the attitude that Yara has like it was before her. So uh. it's true, it's true. People do change, but hey, I, I appreciate Yara even more now, and I love Mama Jovi. And yeah, <laughs> what else can we say about these two? There isn't much more to say about these two because remember, guys, this was only part one of the tell-all. This wasn't the full tell-all. We're we're getting more next week. Mm-hmm. We're getting more. This was an action pack. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, definitely try to watch it this week because so much more has happened. I I think you just have to see their facial expressions and the way they react and how Julia just tripped right in. Like it was just crazy. Um, Who did you want to talk about next? So we got two more couples. Excuse me. My throat today lately has been like, mm -mm, not today guys. I sleep with the window at night, even though it's like four degrees. So you guys can convert that into Fahrenheit. So this is what happens. This is the payback that I get for being so hot at night. So Brandon, uh, Rebecca Zied or Mike and Natalie. I guess we can talk about Rebecca and Ziad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Before we get into them, Ziad. You see that man's face? He's just like, oh, stripper? Goes to strip club? Strip club. Yeah, he, his face <laughs> was, was like priceless. He's like, wait a minute. Strip club? You get to go to strip club? Your wife <laughs> said you could go to strip club? <laughs> I almost got beat up for he he had that look like I almost got beat up for asking for letting a woman help me move. You get to go to a whole strip club? <laughs> like it's like okay. 
<laughs> and uh, Brandon's like, I've never been to one. And he's probably just like, you've never been to one. You live in this country. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. And for those of you that don't know, four degrees Fahrenheit Celsius is 39 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> I just had to convert that. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love it when you do that because seriously, we're on two different metric systems and two different conversions and everything's different. Like I think last week we were talking about, I know we're going to go off topic for a split second here. We were trying to convert liters into gallons for gas prices just to do the right. comparison. <laughs> it's like, you're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so many liters. And I'm like, yeah, uh, wait, hold on. How do I get that in the gallons? So yeah. <laughs> so the conclusion of that is that Toronto and New York City have the same gas prices for anybody wondering. <laughs> yeah, we have the same gas prices. It's just the measurement is different. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Rebecca and Z Ed are in the hot seat. Um, yes, I agree with you, Dahlia. Tariq's explanation of a strip club was hilarious, especially when being asked what type of lap dance was it? What type of lap dance is it? Well, you know, everyone should know what a lap dance is. Everyone's been to them. And, you know, Yara was just like, no, I need to know what happened. Of course, there was a lot of things that were left out. And Tariq did a good job to kind of like not sink this guy more through that chair. And of course, Mama Mama Jovi is still being on air. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I cannot believe it, but yes, it was hilarious. Rebecca and Z Ed. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> so we found out that he likes pizza. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So he loves pizza. So they really dug into back to that famous scene where Tiffany's best friend offers the family trucks to help them move. Poor Hannah. <laughs> poor, poor Hannah. <laughs> That's the one we should be saying. Poor, poor Hannah. So all she did was offer her family's trucks, which is something I said for the, from the beginning. And Rebecca lights into her. Rebecca's well, Rebecca lights into Zied for accepting and it's like, oh my goodness. Why? 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 Why do we have to go back here? And, you know, her daughter Tiffany is on, on point where it's just her mom's jealousy is outrageous. It's just like, okay. It's like, no, I wasn't being jealous. She was coming on to my man. I'm like, no, no one else saw this, Rebecca. No one, no one saw this. We saw a woman asking to help with a fleet of trucks. Like, what was she going to do? Drive the whole fleet of trucks herself? Like, <sighs> I don't know. But no, she is trying to get into Z-Ed. She was so flirtatious. Like, who does that? What woman does that to another woman? There is no respect. You know, I was just so upset. I was so pissed. 
Mom, but that wasn't Hannah's intention. She's just trying to be nice. You know, she's just trying to help you guys out. No, she's just trying to get into my relationship, my relationship with, with Ziad. And how could she? That was like the conversation. Like she got all worked up, so worked up that it was like, okay, we get it, Rebecca. We get it. Ziad is yours. She even does the comparison. Well, if Hannah was the same age as her and she tries to, you know, offer help, she's automatically thinking that Ziad is, she's going after Ziad. Well, maybe we should try that theory that we did last time with, um, is it Usman? I don't know which one it was. There's too many people who sing on the 90 Day Fiancé franchise where we had to send hearts and then see if the, the spouse gets pissed off. Was it baby girl Lisa? It was baby girl Lisa. Mm. And guess what I'm doing right now? <laughs> You're sending them to Ziad. I surely am. You should, you should tell him that you have two trucks for his next move. Like, you know, call, call a sister out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I have two trucks for your next move, dude. <laughs> so with that, oh, Rebecca. Yes, I get it. She's overprotective. She's trying to show him, you know, like, no, no, you don't ask for, you don't accept help. I feel like she's a bit afraid. Oh, yeah, she's definitely a bit afraid. It's the, the, the jealousy is rearing its ugly head and she's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, no. Yeah, she is afraid. She's, she thinks like, Hannah helping Ziad is going to take away Ziad from her and Ziad's never going to go back. And Ziad brought up a good point, even though he did say he agreed that she could have looked younger when Sean asked, but he did say, well, I'm still with you. So there's a reason why I'm with you. And I'm just like, wait a second. My head goes off as like green card alert. Nope. He actually loves her. He's put up with her for how long? How long has he put up for put up with her and her little secrets from twenty years ago? Yeah, I yeah, feel like Zia's here to stay. That was the crazy thing. Was like he could have left when you know she did the whole, "Hey, I kissed a woman <laughs> twenty years ago." That's it's so crazy. It's like she, she he could have left her then, and he didn't. But the crazy part to me was when Julia starts going. Oh, you know, I don't know why you're doing you're doing all of this plastic surgery because we find out that Julie, that 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 Rebecca's had plastic surgery, which is not unheard of for the 90 day cast. And she's like, I just think that you're being lazy and you need to go to the gym. And it was like, whoa, oh, wow. And it was Yara that was like. You know, that's her choice. If you don't like something about yourself, you fix it. <sighs> I was just like, you know, and, and then even with the whole, like, when Zied said he liked pizza, and she's like, you just need to go to the gym. And I'm like, where was, where, my question is, again, where was all of this conversation w during the season? Because this girl had nothing to say during the whole season. Now, all of a sudden, she has opinions about how everyone lives their life. Hey, 
she's been living on the farm life for too long. So when she came over to LA, which you can tell it was their first time because Mr. Brandon had a California sweater on. It was yeah, like, <laughs> you have to get the California sweater. Like we get it. We get it. You went somewhere you've never been. <laughs> but that's what I meant at the beginning is that Julia had to shut her trap. Like she just got, I get it. It's everybody's opinion. Like right now we're talking about with our own opinions, but I'm, it's not like I'm bashing my co-host right now for her opinion. It's just, she just went right in there. Right. And it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just the way she was like, and you're lazy. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> no, that is not what we do. That is not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, Terry's just standing there watching his facial expressions got me too. And it was just like, it was so entertaining. But Julia calling people lazy. And, you know, I'm glad the women who got their work done, that's their own choice, of course. They stood up together and just said, like, you, I agree with Rebecca. Sometimes you can't, how many, how much exercise could you do to remove that loose skin? It, you can't realistically you can i've trained right, people right and and, and that's and, impossible yeah and even what what yara said like people don't realize that some weight loss like weight gain issues or weight issues are due to hormones that is not something you can work off in a gym it's so true so i love the fact that those three came to even though natalie she's got lip fillers and stuff she didn't really say much but she just was just nodding her head saying yeah you know i agree if you don't like something you want to fix it for your own self then do it so right that was pretty heated and it was just yo julia like take it easy girl (laughs) not your place Definitely not your place. Definitely not your place. Especially when you can't take care of a dog <laughs> 24 hours. Like, really? A dog? I gotta say, she is good at attacking others in that moment. But when it came and it literally it turned around for her, she was just like, that's it. It was done. This is why newbies ought to tell all mixed with the veterans. It's interesting dynamic. It's it's I remember see I still have it stuck in my head. I don't know if it was season six cast or season five or season four, but we've had most of the regulars that were regular. So Alexa, Alexa, Alexi and Lauren. We've had Paul uh Powell and Rust. I think we had even Benjamin on there. There was a couple of them that were from that season. And they just went at it. It was like cats and dogs back and forth, back and forth. I think Afisa was on that season. But then all of a sudden, they learn. But Julie had to just shut her trap. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all she needs to do is be quiet. (laughs) Be quiet. But my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. But Rebecca and Zied are like... They seem to be in a good place. They seem to be in a really good mm-hmm. place. Yeah. everything. For sure. Definitely. And it was nice to see them together. Um, there was a fight before their wedding, which apparently left Rebecca hanging in the hot tub waiting for him. And <laughs> it's crazy how she got so mad about it. Like, I'm trying okay, to... Okay, but here's the funny thing. This... <laughs> 
I will say this. Zed went nuts over a stripper that he's never seen in his life, but all of a sudden it's like, you don't know that your wife, who is trying to have some sexy, sexy time with you, is like making hints and going to, you know, wait for you in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you need to get your attention span straight. <laughs> everything's new to him you know he's loving the pizza he's bored i'm pretty sure he's played almost every video game and he's been watching crazy horror horror movies so uh, yeah i don't think he's getting the signs unless he's you know watching some chick flicks well maybe she needs to bring pizza to the hot tub and then he would have paid attention I guarantee that would probably work 100%. Oh, my gosh. Anything else to add to Rebecca and Zied? Nope. Because like I said, we are, we've are we still got a couple more hours to go next week. So oh, great. let's get on to the alien, uh, no baby, and wedding on or wedding off. Dear goodness. This I feel like brutal. these two should have had their own special. Oh my gosh, this was brutal. Like, how much could you unfold from this storyline? So, these two, I'm still trying to figure out the timeline. So, did they, I think I feel like they got divorced after this tell-all. Maybe it set them off even more. They know they can't work this out. They arrive separately. He arrives first, and then Natalie arrives a couple minutes or 30 minutes or an hour later to the studio. And, of course, there's that crazy dynamic of like i hate you and he's like oh well i just don't have to deal with you right now and of course rebecca does say at the beginning she tried to reach out to natalie but never got anything like not even a thank you for supporting me nothing like she just gave her the cold shoulder i know there's sirens going on in the background i'm not sure if you guys hear that but um Natalie and Mike, they're not happy with each other. And of, of course, as we said it before. But they Natalie's were... not happy with anyone. No, she isn't. She really she's isn't. determined to be like the whole tell-all. Natalie is trying to give the woe is me face. Like, she, I, I don't know how to describe it. I, it's almost like she's a professional victim. Yes, yes. That's what it's that's what it really looks like. She's really oh my gosh, she is the worst. Like you thought Julia was saying feel sorry for me like the rest of the cast members. This one's like, no, you have to feel sorry for me. But okay, so Mama Mike comes on as a guest appearance. That woman dropped so much tea that I was just like, damn, I don't even know who to believe anymore. This woman literally says they're not meant for each other. They fight, they fight, they fight, they fight. There's no way that this relationship could work. And they fight and they fight and they fight and they fight. And then we find out something juicy. She asked Tamara, the next door neighbor, to stand up to stop the wedding. But the crazy part about that was when Sean asked her about it, she's like, yep, yep, I said it. I said it. I was like, oh, oh, ma'am, what are we doing here? She has no problem saying 
she did not want them to get married. And, you know, Natalie's sitting there crying. I mean, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that at all. But you kind of knew what you were getting into with this woman. And uh, I, I just think... I really think she was living in her own head, Natalie. Because this is going to be, what, marriage number three? And it's all for wanting a baby. Like, if that's the case, if you want a baby so bad, Natalie, go to a, a, a donation clinic. Go to a fertility clinic. Go somewhere and have a baby. Like, it's not, this is not picture perfect. This is not Disney-esque. She's just, ah. Uh, I, I was just like, oh, no. And, and Dahlia, no, I don't agree with the mom telling, you know, telling Tamara to, to object because that's not her place. If you want somebody to object, then you object yourself. Like, that's, don't, don't send somebody else to do your dirty work. I'm sorry, just don't send somebody else to do your dirty work. I, there was just so much with this couple. <sighs> oh, yeah, I agree with you. I do not think that was right. That That's just something you don't play your part. Again, he's a grown man. He makes his decisions. He is going to share with his mom or dad, like, hey, this is what's going on, but I think I'm going to take the plunge and do it or not, whatever it is. But Either way, this couple, this whole entire season, which we've, you know, we've repeatedly said our strongly opinion about them. It's just they were not meant to be together, even since he left from the last season in Ukraine. Like, Natalie just made it seem like, you know, she still loves him. She loved him and everything. And, you know, you do so much and, you know, I get nothing and I couldn't get my ring back. And it's just Natalie, like, you're controlling him. You know, we've seen her control him the way he eats, the way he lives, the way he works, the way he, his own house. She's, a, she's even judged him for that. So it's obviously we know, and it by so many articles already, they've been split up and even YouTube channels are saying it that, yeah, they split up. She's in Florida currently, and apparently she's got a new man. So I believe this is my opinion that they may have gotten the divorce probably a couple of weeks after this tell-all. Who knows? Well, um, from what I'm understanding, they haven't gotten a divorce yet. Um, and in order for her to be able to stay here, she has to be married to him. Uh, their year hasn't even come up yet. Because remember, they got married 415 of 2020. So they haven't even been married a year. So then from what we've gathered from your friend Tamina, do you feel like they're probably just separated until, because I'm pretty sure he's not going to boot her out of the country. I don't feel like he's savage enough to do that. So they might be separated, live in different states, still have to support her for the next 12 years, financially, medically, everything, you know it, and maybe give her a chance to stay here. Is that, I feel like that's what it seems like. 
That's the thing is that he is going to have to support her. So my my one of one of the crazy things is if Mike is vindictive, he can actually like he can mess with her new relationship. Most people don't think this, but he can mess with her new relationship so much so that if it will affect her, her visa status, because if they only got married last year, technically she is still his wife. And I don't know how it is there, but when those laws come into effect, I've been following a few there are a few great uh, lawyers on TikTok, believe it or not, giving some serious legal advice. And one of the things is she can actually be sued for um, adultery, which is super crazy. I agree. Natalie's silent dreaming at the lunch table is childish and annoying. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm. It was. She's sitting there. She's like, <sighs> he's like, are you finished? And she's like, puts her mask on and she's, girl, bye. Like, really, bye. No one wants to see that. <laughs> you know, that's a question we got to write down for Tamina and see what is the different scenarios that could possibly happen. Cause I'm honestly curious to hear the legal side of it and what can it prevent from, you know, this whole relationship. And he, yeah, definitely he can sabotage her new relationship. No problem. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's so many things can happen. So this is an interesting one. This is definitely a question that we have to ask Tamina and get her on your show. So this way we can get all these details and who's lying, who's not, what's the truth of this whole legal process. Cause to me, it's so interesting. Yeah, it, it is very interesting because the thing is we have different rules here. We ha do have different rules here. And like I said, at this point, if, if she is indeed in Florida and does have a new man, if he wants to be very vindictive, he can start the, the divorce process. Not only will she lose her, her K-1 part, you know, status, she will then um, be being sued for, you know, adultery and breach of con contract. So, yeah. So overall, Natalie and Mike, there was just more bickering back and forth of seeing, like, you know, one doesn't want to answer. And then the other one doesn't know how to answer. So it's like it played out for what? A good 20 minutes when they split up their segments. And it's just like you're not getting anything yeah. out of them. So it's pretty annoying because the tell-all is, like Andrew says, the tell-all where everybody comes together and tell it all. But in this case, they were just like, well, yeah, I can say this. But then the other one's like, mm, I don't want to say anything. I do not want to say anything. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I was crazy with the whole, I don't want to say anything. I don't have anything to say. It's just like, ugh, I was so done with those two. 
Yeah, definitely. And of course, there's more of them coming. Um, but interesting to hear how his mom used Tamara to object during the wedding. Um, of course, Yara's reaction to all of Joey's shenanigans behind her back. And of course, Julia just, you know, wouldn't. Yeah. And of course, backstage, let's not forget about that, where, you know, she's just like, Brandon, can you believe that? Can you believe that? You know, if you go to street club, I will kill you. Like, it was just like, I cannot believe I'm no judge. I no judge. Then Yara comes out and says, what are you talking about? I'm interested. Oh, I no judge. But if Brandon go to strip club, I kill him. It's like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but now we get to see Amira is coming, guys. Amira is coming and she has some serious, serious requests. The main one being she does not want to see Andrew on stage. And Andrew's been take seems like Andrew's been taking a lesson from his uh, you know, children at his daycare because he storms <laughs> off like a five-year-old. Well, if this is not gonna happen, this is not fair. I'm leaving. Get my car now. Where's the sound guy? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We should be able to talk to sound. It's so not fair. It's not fair. I'm not talking to anyone. No one's my friend. <laughs> That's pretty much my take on that. Hey, you, that was sp a spot on. That was spot on. That's what really happened. But did you notice? I don't know if you guys noticed when they did the up close of his whole entire face. Did you see him shiver? Like, I felt his whole body was shaking. He is afraid and scared of Amira because that woman's going to drop every single piece of tea ever. But him shaking, I was like, this guy's friggin' scared and nervous. Oh, he's nervous, but he also thought that they were going, like, somehow he thought that they were going to make her talk to him. Like, Dude, mm. no one is going to make her talk to you. Mm -hmm. And even the way he said it, well, everybody else got to face their adversaries. I'm like, <laughs> your adversary now? Like, wh what are we talking about? Did, did you become arch nemesis now? Like, what is going on? <laughs> he is so ridiculous. He is... Ugh. He knows he's the the most favorited person. I'm saying that sarcastically, people. The most favorited person in this whole 90 day universe. But he, you know what, create. You know what I'm so excited for because we hear again, Miss Julia, Miss Julia. Oh, I don't believe their story. I don't believe his story. And then you hear the rest of Jovi says in the preview. It's bogus. Something's off here. I don't even know who to believe anymore. Everyone's just literally trying to get their two cents behind the scenes about these two. And again, we don't know who to believe at this point with anything. I know Andrew's been a sucky person to Amira. Amira's been through a lot. She's shown that she wants to come to America and be with Andrew. And then she had to, she had to stop everything because... He's just crazy. We've seen the text messages. You know, they were easy to pull up from the television. And it was like, this poor woman just wants to get on the tell-all and pretty much share her story. Um, 
maybe it was anger shivers. Who knows? Yeah, I but- think it might have been anger shivers. But the other thing is, okay, Andrew, just about everyone in the world has a DVR now where they can stop things, rewind TV, go back and get a screenshot. So I would advise that you kind of be careful with what you say, dude. I mean, text is there for a long, a long time. It's true. It's there for a long time. And I agree with you. So Dahlia says he is creepy. And I think he didn't want to leave to try and say Amir is lying. But that guy can even sit down. He couldn't even accept what was happening. And I think we had this once or twice before on the tell-alls. But, you know, they obviously, they both people just generally just want to be there and share their part of the story. Um, does Andrew get a full paycheck? I'm still wondering because they do get a bonus check for arriving for the tell-all. I think it's, what, 1500 or is it 2000 or is it five? I don't remember because then after that, everybody goes out and gets Gucci belts because that's the thing that you do when you're on 90 Day Fiance. So does he right still get a paycheck? Sorry? I said right before they sell poop tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he gets a paycheck just for showing up. I mean, it could be a thing of like where in boxing, you know, you have to be you have to be in the ring for a full two minutes in order to get paid. So maybe, maybe he just like timed it like, oh, yeah, you said I had to be here. I was here. Let's time this out right before my segment. I'm out. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But overall, um, <laughs> oh gosh, I keep seeing memes, new memes popping up from uh, last night's uh, craziness. But I cannot wait till part two of the tell all. Like, I felt like there was so much more we could talk about part one, but we just had to, like, because of time. And it's been almost an hour. We're trying to keep it short here. But if you don't, if you haven't watched it, please try to watch it. I know it's probably somewhere on YouTube, somewhere online. It was just crazy. It was just crazy. Um, Could this be one of the craziest? No, nothing beats Angela barging in and saying, all you guys, you need to stop talking about him behind his back. And Benjamin just just chilling there like, whoa, what are we going to do here? But... uh, Part two of the tell is going to get juicy. I hope they start with Amir and Andrew right off the bat. If they're going to fool us and do it towards the end, I'll be disappointed because I really want to know what Amir is going to say about this. And does Andrew actually come back? Yeah, that's the question. I think he's pulling a five-year-old on us. You know, I'm running away. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is it safe to say to wrap this up? Let's do it. All right, guys, don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast. Of course, it's the Coupon Queen Pins podcast. She's got some amazing episodes. Tomorrow, don't forget to check back at 5 p.m. Eastern time. We've got Bears All episode 12. And if you haven't caught up to last week's recap of Firefly Lane, this is a new series that we're starting. Don't forget to check it out every Friday. There is a new episode. We're going episode by episode. So last week was episode two. This week is going to be episode three. And oh my gosh, who's ready for part two? Because I am. 
I can't wait. <laughs> well, to all the listeners out there and to all the viewers, thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything With Me. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.